0: Like, which girls you want to shoot with your pheromones first?
1: Hello, and welcome everybody to the Geekscape Games Podcast. This is level 85, the Zika Summer Games Edition. That's right, we are back for a two-week hiatus. We are back for the number one video game podcast in the Geekscape Network. Number three video game podcast, or number three podcast overall. Um, I am joined with uh, Joshua Jackson.
0: Is that three of three?
1: Three of three. And Carlos Lopez.
2: Number three is always good, right?
1: Yeah, you know, um, both of you need a mic up just a tad, just a tad, boys.
2: Um, yo, yo. Yeah, Com-
1: Comic-Con was two weeks ago. Um, we it was fun. just wandered back. Yeah, Wait, did uh, anybody oof. get
2: sick from Comic Con? Seems like everybody got sick after Comic Con. What's up with that?
1: I I got heat stroke at Comic Con. I wasn't I wasn't sick
0: when I left Comic Con, but the day after I hung out with Shane, I felt I got sick. So I don't know if I caught something from oh, you shit, or dude. what it was, but <laughs> but you and caught me-
1: something all right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 I caught a star. You?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, I did too. Hey, me too. Yep. Um. I um. I. <laughs> I caught a, uh, um, uh, last weekend I was driving into, uh, to Anchorage, the big city of Alaska and I saw a Snorlax and I caught it. And uh, I, th- I it. thought you were
2: going to say you caught STD. I was like, dude, of course everybody catches STD.
1: No, I, uh, I caught a Snorlax and named it after my mom. <laughs>
2: huh. <laughs> good one.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's a cunt. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so what do you say? We get, uh, late mommy issues. Explains my relationship problems. Yep. Um, oh shit. That's good. Uh, it's pretty deep. So I think we just we wanna, open up. <laughs> yeah. Do we want to have a um, like a quick uh, recap of San Diego Comic Con 2016, Josh? Yeah. Sure. Like, what's some cool stuff that you got to experience there?
0: I got to experience getting kicked out of a hotel. Which hotel? <laughs> uh, what was it again? The Marriott? No, not the Marriott. The, the Marriott or the Yeah, the Marriott. I can't remember what it was called, like the Sea Harbor or something. Where we stayed la- No, like next to where we stayed last year. The one where oh. the Nintendo lounges.
1: Okay, yeah, the Marriott. Yeah, so
0: yeah, I how'd got get, kicked, out oh, we just, kicked out of there. We were just kicked out of there because we were squat, like we didn't have a room, so we were just sleeping in the lobby until they told us to leave.
1: Oh, the lobby? No, you go, you go find some like other other room to hide in.
0: Well, the thing was that like actual con people were hanging out in the lobby like all night, so we were just blending in, Uh-oh. and they didn't actually start kicking us out until they kicked everybody out. But then they would ask us if we had a key, and we're like, no, and they're like, you have to leave. <laughs> but I mean, there oh, were honestly. even people who had rooms. They told they had to leave, so I guess it's not as big of a deal. But
1: I Saturday night, I hung out with um uh, our longtime uh, con friend Stanley Wong and his buddy Phil, and we were meeting up with our our other friend uh, Kristen, who is um she had a volunteer meeting at the Marriott, and so we were we were a little we were it was t- it was like two three in the morning. We were really tired, really punchy, little little drunk. Um, and so she's like, oh yeah, we're having a meeting. We'll be out, blah, 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 like a volunteer meeting. We're like, who the fuck has a volunteer meeting at two in the morning on a Saturday? So we just walked Jeez. in. <laughs> we just walked in and this dude that we dubbed, uh, Colonel Comic-Con, um, be- <laughs> because you know those like little ribbons that they give you to put on your like badge. Right. Um, he had like all of them. He had like 10, like this huge, like, like giant, like string of ribbons. So we called him Colonel Comic-Con cause he had all the flags and he's like, gotta help you gentlemen. And instantly, I'm like, "Yeah, hey, we're here for the volunteer meeting." He's like, "What volunteer meeting?" And I looked at him. I'm like, "Comic Con." <laughs> and he's like, "Really?" And then I like, I patted him on the shoulder. I'm like, "Yeah, hey, we're fucking with you, sorry. Bye." <laughs> and he just left. <laughs> and we left. And then we hung out at the uh, at this table for a while. And security came up, and they're like, "Okay, are you guys staying here?" And like, "Oh, we're waiting for the meeting." And blah blah blah. And then we got really bored and antsy, so we just like flipped a couple of tables and ran out in the parking lot. <laughs>
0: Because, as you do,
1: as during you do, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. flip tables. Um, yeah, um, Carlos, how was your Comic Con?
2: Uh, it was great. I didn't have, I didn't get sick. I was at home playing video games, like, you know, like a real person. And, uh, I did envy some collectibles, but it's okay. I'll just pick them up later, some other time. Yeah,
0: yeah, hey, absolutely. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean you can't do both. I actually, I was up at four in the morning to play Splatfest got my high rank, and then went to Comic-Con after.
1: Wow. You, I'm sir, I, are a trooper. I, I was ready to splat all day long, and unfortunately, my Wii U was back home.
0: So. You should have brought hey, it, did man. you
2: Shane, didn't you go to the Power Rangers after-party thing?
1: Yeah, I did. That was cool.
2: That was cool? Did you meet all the Rangers?
1: Uh, I met, um, oh, God, Walter Walter Jones? Mm-hmm. Is that his name?
0: The yeah. Black Ranger?
1: Yeah, I met him. He was cool. Yeah, Walter jones i met him he was cool uh and i watched um who's the guy that made that show that everybody likes it's actually really bad he got that, canceled early
2: the guy um, that made community i don't know <laughs> uh
1: no the thing that all like the neckbeards like and Josh whedon yeah so i saw Josh whedon like oh. awkwardly hitting on <laughs> some young girls
0: is not he like he's married good
1: at dancing no he got a divorce
2: oh uh, yeah he can yeah that's over yeah he's too old yeah. for that shit
1: yeah, and yeah, yeah, he's bad at dancing. So what do you guys say we get it? <laughs> yes, how about we talk
2: about
0: some video game? change? Tell M- Megan
1: re- to get on the show. She needs to be on the podcast at this
0: point. She's already on the show. She just was on the show. That's okay, as well, tell- close as she's ever going to get to be on the show. Give her some headphones. Laughing right into my microphone.
1: <laughs> give, her microphone. Laugh. <laughs> give her a microphone. Give her a microphone. So let's talk about the new Pokemon Go details. Um uh, there was a a huge update, and I gotta say, and me and Josh were talking about this in the um um in the pre-show. F- the fans of Pokemon Go are awful. They're like the fans of Naruto and Bleach. They completely make me not want to enjoy the the product. Um, the subreddit is probably it's full of cancer.
2: Oh, dude, yeah, cancer. I don't even There's know more, why. Why did you even go on there? That's like, well, you shouldn't, shouldn't it's, ever. It's
1: it's more cancerous than feminism. It's that bad. <laughs> so. <laughs> So, um, Josh, let's let's um, l- l- let you run with the story because I'm wholly unprepared this week. It's been a,
0: <laughs> it's been a rough week. No, so last week, well, let's back up a little bit. Like a few weeks ago, anyone who was playing Pokemon Go probably noticed that the in-game tracker wasn't working anymore. So it was basically the tool that let you c- try to like figure out what where nearby Pokemon were. So to compensate for that feature not working any longer some third-party uh some third-party uh designers made like different websites or apps that would let you track the pokemon outside of the game itself so you could still have that feature i guess the only big problem with it was that it told you exactly where the pokemon were so some people kind of saw it as cheating but in lieu of an actual like in-game solution, it was pretty much the only way to tell where the Pokemon you wanted were.
1: And I, I want to say that, um, back in Ingress, they had this, um, this app called, uh, Ingress Intel that you had to, you had to sideload. It, it was banned from the store. Cause it broke the, uh, terms of service. It was banned from the store, but you could still get the APK and install it on your phone. And it, um, it, cause if you go to like, I think it's ingress.com slash Intel. Let me double check. Um, yeah, if you go to ing- uh, ingress.com dot com slash Intel um, on your computer, you get an access to like like a global map of all the portals and all the connections, and like you can see everything that's going on. Um, and the idea was that you know you're at home, you get your your Intel, you plan out, um, you plan out you know what you're going to do, and then you go out and find the portals. Well, um, uh, Ingress Intel the app was able to like parse that, and then um, uh, uh, you can view it on your phone and overlay, it, and it was. It was a big deal. Like it was a huge like terms of service violation. Uh So um so that's probably why, you know, it it got taken down and um yeah, it got taken down you
0: know quick. Right. And so like long story short, the they came out with a new update this past week and like the day that the update went out, all of those third party sites just mysteriously stopped working, and then it turned out that a lot of them were told to shut down, essentially. Mm -hmm. And so with the newest update Instead of fixing the tracking in on the in-game, they just got rid of it altogether on top of a few other uh, changes like making some Pokemon harder to catch, making the escape rates higher, uh, changing the graphics a little bit, getting rid of, and for iOS at least, getting rid of the battery saver mode even though it's apparently, it apparently works automatically on Android, but on iOS it just doesn't work at all.
1: No, yeah, and it was a huge, it, it, it has never worked for me on my, my Note 3. Oh, Really? Yeah. Like Megan, Megan
0: just got a Galaxy and the option in the menu to turn on, uh, to turn the battery saver off and on isn't in her menu, but it still goes into battery saver when she flips the phone upside down like it used to. Like mine, I don't have the option and it doesn't do anything when I flip it, which kind of sucks because it's the big problem with this update was it seems like they just got rid of a bunch of stuff instead of fixing any of it, which is one thing that kind of upset people. And it kind of sucked because even though the battery saver would freeze your game a lot of times, I yeah. still u- I still used it even if it would freeze my game because sometimes I just wanted to count my steps to hatch my eggs, but I didn't want to leave the app open so I'm not like pushing a bunch of buttons in my pocket. So I would put it in battery saver, count my steps, and then when I'm ready to actually look at the phone again, if it was frozen, then I would just reload the app. But there was um
1: there was a an app called Ingress Wake that was also something that got taken off the market that would um you'd hit um this button it would pretty much like overlay on your screen and you hit a button and it would turn the screen black and all all the touch stuff would get disabled except for like the other button so that way you can like pocket your phone and then like continue to walk oh that's cool yeah I wonder if we can still get Ingress Wake. So I feel essentially I feel,
0: I, I f- Oh, go ahead
2: no, I was gonna say I feel really bad for them just because the fact that uh they don't have a community manager right now, <laughs> so this has been like a mess uh as far as the communication with the community a lot, I feel like it's too uh it's like I get it you know at this point it's better to just hear them out I, you know instead of just having these short answers and I, I don't know, like, I, I, I agree with you, Josh, like, it's just dumb stuff like that that really gets people pissed off, and when there's nobody to say, to calm the fire, the fire keeps burning, and burning, and burning, and yeah. I feel like they got a big backlash, because even, like, low CP Pokemon, they're really hard to capture now, like, really hard, before it they was just actually, easy to catch a Pidgey, you know, now it's like, they shit, actually, got...
1: t- they, they uh, sorry, um, they tweeted something today, um, yeah, Ingress, Ingress Wake is still available, um, Um, they tweeted today that they are aware of the, uh, accuracy. There's an accuracy bug with catching um, some of the Pokemon. And they are aware of it and they are going to address it ASAP.
0: Yeah, they actually released a statement today that addressed a lot of the concerns. Because before today, the impression was that there was almost zero communication. They released a small Facebook update yesterday, but this, keep in mind, this is like three or four days after the fact. So for days, there was just silence and people were just kind of left to make their own assumptions since no one all all anyone knew is that the update took away things instead of fixing what was broken and they um essentially i don't know if it was officially like a cease and desist but they encouraged a lot of these people to take down the fix that Neantic wouldn't or couldn't provide themselves but the update and i understand people being upset on that front uh, the thing that i was complaining about earlier more than anything were some of the people who are being super pretentious about it and saying, oh, this is the death of the game. And I'm like, fuck, just let it let it stew for like a month or so and like see if there's a it day. A, like a or day. A, or, yeah, like or a day even. Not even you know, a month. It's but just it's funny like,
2: because I think people don't understand that this is a mobile game and mobile games are never fully leased. Like, I don't know what people want. They're like, well, they're giving us this like half ass game. I'm like, dude, it's a mobile game. Like, relax. They have about. A 100 more updates before this is even considered done or anything and you have to think about it too technically they have like ios updates take about uh depending on the first of all if you're you're number one it takes about a week to get it approved if even on even on the android market it takes about a week for the updates to be approved from like the google store and itunes store And iTunes is the worst to deal with. As as far as I can tell you guys, and I get people why they're like, well, what the fuck? Andre got it, but we haven't gotten it. It's like, no, relax. Calm your tits because it's fucking Apple. Like, they take forever. They are the most, like, really, really strict on their updates. Like, they have to look over it. They test them out themselves. So they have to, everybody has to just chill. Let, Let it, you know, they'll fix it. They'll fix it. Like, I get it. Everyone wants to be a Pokemon master, but we got still, like, Another four hundred fifty Pokemon we still haven't even caught
0: yet that they even haven't released I wish four hundred,
2: <laughs> <laughs> so we still gotta wait it out, you know. So it's I'm hoping everybody just like you're saying, Josh, like everybody needs to just just chill, just chill, don't worry about it, you know. Yeah, it's all right, it's just, and it's a mobile game.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that's one thing that I touched on in my uh, in the beta preview that I did about a month or so ago that. You'll enjoy the game as long as you keep your expectations tempered and don't expect it to be, like, this huge, full experience, which it isn't. But, like, and it's funny, though, because all those people, you know, are claiming doom and gloom, and they just released a report today that said that they've made $130 million so far, and that That usage usage is still high post-update. So, of course, there's going to be people who, you know get sucked up in the hype and then stop playing it after a week. But that doesn't mean that the game's dead and far from it. I'm sure there's still millions oh, of people yeah. playing it. Not yeah. to mention how it just launched in Brazil. And that actually, according to their f- uh, like first full official statement about the update and the, and the uh, taking down of those other websites, they essentially <laughs> attributed all of that to them launching in Brazil. And they were saying that they were having trouble keeping the... Essentially that they were having trouble keeping the... Server stable. And since all of those third party apps still used data from like their actual, you know, from their Mm -hmm. servers that that's why they shut down both their tracking and the third party, because without doing so, it would have put too much strain on the servers. And they're still trying to bring back a solution. So it's implied that one way or another, once they get the server issues straightened out that either. That they should, they ideally will have their own solution to the tracking and have it built back into the app. But they didn't make it sound like they were closing off the idea of allowing the third party ones to continue to coexist either. So we'll have to see. And I remember at their Comic Con panel, they were essentially just saying that all of their resources are just going into server stability right now because somehow they didn't expect the demand to be this high.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm still enjoying it. I'm having fun. Uh, I don't think... I, it's just... Stay away from the subreddit. Stay away from the subreddit. Yeah,
2: I, I recommend everybody stay away from that. Couple of yeah. days. Stay away from all subreddits. You're just going to tri- get triggered half the time. So it's good.
1: Yeah, get triggered. Well, I mean, like... There, we have a couple of favorite subreddits around here. like right. Geekscape Games. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Josh, you
2: were saying that they made $130 million for the first month, which is pretty big. You know, it's a lot of money. And we trips me out. is that That's how much... If not, I think that's a year and a half. How much for a 3DS Pokemon game takes about like a year and a half to make that much money back, and it's just it's and those crazy. are huge sellers too. It's not even those like are they're huge. I know, but it's it's insane that it only took one month to make that much money for Pokemon. Like they yeah. they they're fucking swimming, like they're they're literally fucking Scrooge McDuck from Ducktales, so pretty big ass vault and just banks some banks of money. Like oh my god, it's crazy. Crazy. So,
1: yeah. Uh, speaking of Pokemon on the DS, we got some new Pokemon Sun Moon
2: hype info. The, hype, the, hype, the hype is
1: up. Uh, I feel like at this point, um, uh, people over at the Pokemon Company and Game Freaks are taking crazy pills because they added a, a new. Cause was it last generation where they added the like the Mega Evolution or was that two generation? Yeah, that, that was there?
0: last generation. Yeah. Last okay, generation.
1: so they added Mega Evolution, so it's like, hey, do you want to make your Blast Toys more? Blasty! Well, here more we cannons. go. More cannons. Um, this time they've added uh, Alola. Is that how you? Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Al- Alola modes. Want mm-hmm. some Alola modes? And I, they just went full retard. Um, the one that everyone's talking about is. Um, uh, I don't know executor. about full retard
0: though, because I thought the Vulpix and the Sandshrew looked pretty cool. Yeah, I oh, think so too.
1: Well, they're going full retard with the Executor. They just took an Executor. It just stretched it. They they went they went to like you know the you know the transform tool in Photoshop went stretch and skew. <laughs> hit file export and said, "All right, that's a day. We got our last Pokemon. Let's go." You missed um, that. It,
0: you missed that it grew another coconut on its tail, though. Yeah, with a oh, face on f- it too.
1: Oh my god, this I, I, I don't that I don't get. But they're adding um, like ice modes to uh, Volpix, Sand Sandshrew, and Sand Slash. Super um, down. The, the Vulpix and the nine tails look dope
2: yeah um, they look really cute but then they
1: then they added all these like dan- different dancing birds that have different um, s- somewhat r- racist dance styles that's the weird what-
0: the weird thing about those two is they're all the same pokemon but they're dance type and along with it their actual like typing changes yeah. depending on which island they're on so mm-hmm. i'm yeah. curious how that's going to work in like actual competitive battling if you get to choose which one it's going to be when you're playing against another person. That's true. Mm,
1: yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I don't see why you would, would get to pick if you're doing it competitively. But, but it's... Anyway. Um, the meteorite Pokemon looks dope. Uh, yeah. And the uh, the the Donald Trump weasel looks dope, too.
0: And the bacon mantis? The ba-
1: bacon... Ma- oh, yeah, yeah! It is a bacon mantis. <laughs> um, so, um... Yeah, um, I mean, do we have a release date yet?
0: Yeah, isn't it uh, November twenty second?
2: Yeah. Yep. I think I, I'm kind of really excited because uh, they're pretty smart that they did this because of the fact that I I don't I hope you guys didn't forget, but you know, if you played Pokemon, if you download Pokemon Yellow, Blue, or Red on your 3DS, those Pokemon can be transferred to Pokemon Sun and Moon.
0: Yep, so and I was gonna that... say the same thing too.
2: So I'm like, I'm thinking they're gonna have even more crazy like evolutions for older gen the first gen Pokemon. I think what they're doing, which is pretty smart, I think the Pokemon company just thought like, hey, you know what? Uh, these old dudes that just play Pokemon, they just want to see cool shit from their old Pokemon they grew up. So why don't we give them like new versions of them on these islands that they thrive or whatever. But let them buy the old version so they can relive it. And then when they buy Sun and Moon, it's like, well, there you go. Are your old Pokemon in here? You know? How
1: much is uh, Pokemon Yellow on the eShop? Like, uh, 10 bucks.
0: No, no, $7, isn't it? $7, six. Yeah. yeah. Six or seven.
1: <laughs> For six or, I've got $5. Uh, it, is, it is $10. It is $10. Oh, shit. Oh, um, I,
0: actually, I think Yellow is 10 and the other two might be cheaper. I don't remember. Yeah, they had a mm-hmm. special a
2: couple of days ago. They were, they were like, like three, 3 bucks a piece. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, Man, I yeah
1: I've, got, I've got I got five dollars in in credit.
2: I say um, I say buy either red or red or blue, and you should be fine. It's just that what's cool about it is that all those Pokemon can be transferred. So yeah, uh, I say were get ready, saying, get hype.
0: Yeah. At E three too, they were saying, and I don't know how this is going to work considering how much trouble they're having. If they might not be implemented for a while, but during E three, they kind of slipped under the radar that they're planning on having Pokemon Go be able to transfer into Sun and Moon also. Oh, that's pretty considering. Sick considering that those are also only the original 150 i think like you're suggesting carlos that this is pretty intentional that they're trying to hook yeah the nostalgia people by giving the old pokemon all these new forms but the thing that i'm curious about is that considering that these pokemon are called alola forms specifically it makes me feel
1: like i'm slurring or having a stroke every time i try to pronounce (laughs) alola
0: forms (laughs) but i'm wondering if uh like if you transfer say the only way to get an ice vulpix is to catch it in sun and moon and then if you transfer your vulpix from red and blue it'll still be the fire one for example that no, way it I gives you an incentive um, to tra- to have both cuz yeah, there's I, no I way i see what you mean i cuz there's no way they're going to completely get rid of fire ninetales like people have built yeah. people have built teams you know around ninetales for example or executor yeah. and if they transfer like their pokemon that they've spent hours training to be a fire type and then they transfer it to sun and moon and it becomes ice. Like they both versions still are going to have to exist in the game. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if that's how they're going to do it, where it's like, you have to have the old remakes or Pokemon go connectivity to have the original version. But if you catch a version of it native to that game, it's going to be the ice type. So that way there's still more incentive to have both. And just, there was a lot of actually a lot of interesting detail in the trailer too, though, about how, there's more Pokemon you're going to be able to ride, and they actually show them either flying on a Charizard <laughs> oh, or using dude. Charizard, <laughs> oh. <clears throat> or then using the Toros to break boulders. I'm hoping that that's going to replace HM, so you don't have to like load a bunch of useless yeah. moves on your Pokemon the whole time. That's true. That's and then true. They were also talking about the uh, the how you're going to have to take on the Four Islands Kahuna's and mm-hmm. uh, challenge Totem challenges, which seem like they might be replacing gyms and lastly yes. the z, lastly the z moves where it's similar to mega evolution where you can only do it once a match but like one particular pokemon type can unleash some like super powerful move yeah once per battle so it looks like they're really I th- I th- yeah, going into men- it and changing a lot
2: yeah i think they mentioned that there's no more gym badges anymore right i think they're pushing towards like a real adventure pokemon game you know where it's like well
1: i don't want it I yeah. want the old stuff. I don't like new. <laughs> that's well, the thing too, because like the last page. time, like <laughs> the last time they, the last
0: time they took a huge risk and made this much new content was with Black and White. And that was probably mm-hmm. the most polarizing game in the franchise because people yeah. were, that one, that's the only game up to this point, And it'll continue to be because Sun and Moon already confirmed old Pokemon, but Black and White was the only Pokemon game to have all new Pokemon. Like there was no way to get any older Pokemon before that yeah. existed prior to that game until after you beat the game and were able to transfer old stuff. So I'm, I'm excited saying, to see what they're going. Invest in you've Pokemon Bank. You've talked about that too, Bank, like Nintendo. Invest in, po- yeah. invest in Pokemon Bank. And I know you've talked about how Nintendo doesn't take risks a lot of times. So this is actually... Yeah. I watched this trailer and I was like, see, this is the kind of thing that they need to start do doing to keep interest up. Right. Yeah. All their shit, but I mean...
1: I am Segway, excited that... It- uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm excited for it. Uh, I'm excited to not buy it. Like, I did the last, like, ten Pokemon games. Uh, but what was your segue? <laughs> segue
2: is the the announcement of maybe we're going to get some cool games for the first six months of the NX. <gasps> that's
0: right. You mean we're not going to just get one cool game at launch and wait a year?
2: <laughs> <laughs> we probably will. But, I mean, that's apparently, reportedly through the NX that they're going to be launching a new Zelda, Mario, and for the first time in a very long time, a Pokemon game within the first six months of NX, which mm. is interesting because I'm thinking, like, what could be that Pokemon game? Did they finally, like, break and just say, let's just do an Adventure 1 for the NX? No, it'll it, be Pokemon it, Snap 2.
1: But, oh, but 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 I've reported that, like, the, the developer of that has specifically said, like, he will never make a sequel. And they will never make a sequel. And, like, he says, like, there's... N- Nobody at Nintendo has any interest in making a sequel to that game.
2: Well, it'd probably be a Pokemon bank for the NX then. Just like the fucking GameCube where they're like, oh, yeah, we're making a new Pokemon Oh, game. Ruby and Sapphire, yeah. And it's a fucking Ruby Sapphire Pokemon bank. So, hey there's a, a, there's, a,
1: there's, a, there's a bank on the GameCube? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I, I know I've told the story on the podcast before, but I don't think Carlos was there, so I'll tell it again. Um, when I was working at GameStop, some guy... Because it was only purchasable at the New York uh, Pokemon store at the time. Now it's the Nintendo World mm-hmm. store, but... Um some guy came in and tried to trade it in, and it, it came with in. like um the Pokemon Bank game like it was called Pokemon Box Ruby Sapphire for Gamecube, oh. and its only oh. purpose was to store extra Pokemon just like Bank does now and the guy tried to trade it in, and I think they were the game was rare, so by gamestop standards, a rare game is worth like twenty bucks mm-hmm. so he Whoa, was trying it to, goes
1: for it goes for over two hundred dollars on eBay
0: yep, yep I, and that's the thing too he uh he was gonna trade it in. And it was like twenty bucks and it comes with a special memory card that's Ruby on one side and sapphire on the other. But the system didn't designate whether or not that was anything special. So it I was like uh it was only a fifty-nine block memory card and it was like fifty cent trade-in credit. So I told him it was gonna be like twenty dollars and fifty cents. And he was like, Oh dude, that's not even worth the trouble, you just want it. And I was like, Oh sure. And he just gave it to me, like the whole package, and it's somewhere it's somewhere on a shelf over here.
1: (laughs) <laughs> like um, you better on, fucking look for it Josh. let's see let's <laughs> let's see uh let's see sold let's sold on ebay uh couple, Which, sold listings let's see what it's been selling for
0: and um, while you look that up i want to also talk about how people complain that pokemon bank is $5 a year and the, i'm like the dude, the, yeah.
1: the disc it, yeah. alone went for $175
0: cuz i was like uh, pokemon ranch was $15 202, 202. Uh, Pokemon stadium where you could store extra Pokemon was like a full, it it wasn't its only purpose, but that was like 60 bucks.
1: Yeah.
0: This this game was like $40 and it was only available in New York. And now it's like 200. So
1: here's, um, here's one where it went for, let's see. It was, this was complete with the, the Cape, no complete, no cable one for $250. Sell it.
0: No, and I treasure it forever if I can find it. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, um, there's just been so much... Po- Did you... Uh, another thing that's not on our list that I just remembered is that they confirmed that they're going to bring out that Detective Pikachu movie in the US also.
1: Oh, yes. Uh, it was a movie? I thought it was a game. No, it is
0: a game, but they announced that they're going to... That, that rumored, legendary um, pictures Pokemon movie that they were trying to make, the live-action Pokemon movie that was swirling about a month or two ago.
1: I, I they, came out and,
0: they came out and said that it's going to be the Detective Pikachu movie, and it's going to be, I'm assuming tied in with the game, but it's going to be a live-action legendary uh productions produced is a, film. is
1: danny devito going to uh voice uh
0: pikachu no but i mean i don't know they haven't s- mentioned a cast Never but, that said, renewed but, but interest,
2: everybody seems that they want that for some reason yeah so. mm. i
0: mean i guess it uh, kind of just looks like danny devito <laughs>
1: he does mm. he does uh lady layton this must be the nintendo podcast lady layton Confirmed for the West?
0: Yep. Um, Except not exactly the Nintendo podcast, because this uh, one's already confirmed for, I- for iOS and Android as well as 3DS.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's it's the first one that's going to be multi-platform at launch. I don't even know if the other Layton games are on mobile. I thought it was just that weird spin-off.
2: No. I'm a little, con- I'm a little scared, too, because the guy that used to make all the puzzles, he passed away last year. He made all right. the Professor Layton puzzles. So I love all of them. Some of them are fucking horrific, but... They're pretty smart. The puzzles are the games. Know. Yeah, I mean that's what drives the game. But I'm just, <laughs> I'm just scared now.
1: He, he asked you an A or B answer. and You said yes.
0: <laughs> oh, I like the game. I like Professor. No, 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 you said you said some of them are horrific, and I said which one? The puzzles are the games. Oh, and you're like, yes. <laughs> yes. Some puzzles. Some puzzles. Does dude, that... the last, the last, like the last puzzle in the first latent game, I never could solve it. I just got mad really? and looked up a guide. Yeah, I don't know uh, what the fuck huh. the deal was. And then Megan solved the, it in, like, five minutes. I felt like a fucking idiot.
2: Yeah, well, the, you know the Ace
0: Attorney and, versus Professor Layton, that one was really hard, but it was really was
1: cool. It, was, wasn't there one where they went back in time or something?
0: Uh, that, was unwa- that was the best one, yeah. one Un- Unwound Future. That game was fucking mm-hmm. depressing, dude. Like if No, I was going to say if Why there's a Layton depressing? game, you play, play that one, but it's the last one of a trilogy, so you probably shouldn't do that.
1: No, what was, wasn't there one where they went to, like, Ancient Japan... That no, was uh, that was Phoenix Wright.
0: That was the Phoenix Wright. Wright. Yeah. That was Phoenix Wright. And Phoenix oh. Wright's first case was yesterday, by the way. Speaking of, what do you mean? Well, like when the first Phoenix Wright game came out, it took place like ten years in the future, and his first case fell on August third, twenty sixteen. Mm. So we caught up.
2: Yeah. If you start that seeing the some most random fucking fact I've ever heard in my life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, if you if you. All of a sudden, start hearing about murder sprees in Japan, and the police start arresting the first person they find instead of actually investigating there w- anything.
1: There was there was one like recently, wasn't there? Like yeah, a big so- stat. Like he went, uh, some dude went to like um he went to a uh uh, what was it? He went to like a hospital for uh, like mentally disabled people and like started stabbing people and killed a bunch. Oh yeah, I
2: think
0: That's I heard like about something that. Something you would do, Shane?
1: What? <laughs> Why?
0: Only if they're his mother. Yeah, ah,
1: he there. there you go, there you go.
0: <laughs> but yeah, but with Lady Layton, there is that concern where, you know, there's a new puzzle designer. But it's actually really interesting because, you know, the last Layton game was supposed to be the last one. And I guess technically this is a loophole because this is a new character, a new story. And it seems she's supposed to be, she's his daughter who's searching for him because he apparently went missing in between this game and the last one and considering the events of unwound future, since we were just talking about it, it'll be interesting to find out who the mother is or what's been happening with Layton in between now and then. Cause the last storyline or the, the last chronological game ended kind of in a tragic, depressing, kill yourself kind of way. That's Fun. why we're the
2: number one podcast bringing the depression on for Professor
0: layton Hey, that right you brought up a prequel trilogy. It worked for, it worked for them.
2: That's
1: true. Uh, well, putting let's put something else to bed, to rest, to post mortem. We are saying goodbye to Splatfest. I hate um, that. I hate that word
2: Splatfest.
1: It just mm, mm, mm. you haven't been listening to this podcast that long because uh, we. I know we you about
2: Splatfest, we but it sounds like something you would watch at Pornhub, Shane.
1: Don't that is... worry. We we addressed this last year. No, two years ago. We Almost. addressed this. Fuck. Yeah, like before the game even came out. Like I looked up the the collector's edition, and I'm like. What is this? What is their tagline? Splatfest? That's the actual tagline? And and Juan and Josh are like, yep, that's it. Yikes. Actually let me see if I can pull up my favorite sub. So
0: who won the Splatfest?
1: The, Not the best girl.
0: Yeah, the final Splatfest was won by Team Marie, which was it was surprising to me because usually the way that these go is that the most popular team ends up playing against each other often. And when I was playing, like I was saying, at four in the morning, trying to rank up as fast as possible before leaving for Comic Con, <laughs> <Fucking> um, <shame. laughs> the only the only people who were like I kept playing. I was Team Callie, and I kept playing my own team, so I just knew for sure that she was the most popular. But maybe Team Marie was just sleeping in since they were they were Team Night Owl after all, so it makes sense. Mm. So I'm guessing I'm guessing all the Marie players woke up halfway through it and decided to bombard the game, but. Marie won Marie won popularity by I think four percent and then won the amount of games won by like one percent. So she ended up winning the final spot fest, but Callie still had more total wins if you count like every spot fest up to that point. So <coughs> who the real winner is, it's up to I guess you can decide on your own, but I'm bitter, so I'm saying Callie's still the winner.
1: Yeah, I I was disappointed I couldn't um participate. I only participated in one spot fest. Um and it was fun. I, I I still don't. I I still can't wrap my head around why they'd be stopping this service.
2: Because they're moving on to NX. NX. I
1: don't know, man. And I there's mean, been a lot of rumors being
0: remade to NX, dude. Come on. Yeah, there's been, been a bullshit. lot of rumors that there's going to be a ton of like HD remasters of Wii U games for NX, and Splatoon was one of them that half came up. The,
1: half the catalog was already HD remasters to begin with.
0: <laughs> Just the two Zelda's. <laughs>
1: uh, okay, all right. Well, way to kill my joke.
0: <laughs> oh, and Monster Hunter Three Ultimate. There you go. That's one more Yeah. For you. You're dick. <laughs> but yeah, it's sad to see the Splatfest go. There's actually they actually released a trailer, like it ex- actually kind sounds kind of somber, but it recaps all of the Splatfests from the beginning to now and totals them all up. So we have the link posted up on the site if anyone wanted to check it out. Um and we have a little like mini obituary to what is probably Rest- the best feature in any game ever made. Not really, but it was fun.
1: Did yeah, rust and rip. Did rest they, and rip. Did they
0: total out how much splat was thrown around people's faces? We can total how much ink, how <laughs> I don't much think, ink I don't
1: was think splatted
0: out. I don't think we've <laughs> come up with a number that could go that high yet.
1: Can you quantify something yeah. so tremendous? Come
2: on, Nintendo, get on that, dude. I want to know those yeah. st- statistics. You know, so oh, spank the spankness
1: st- <laughs> important. St- sticky statistics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> um, yeah, that's. Uh, I only have one more thing for news, unless you guys got something you want to talk about.
0: Well, I didn't want to. Um, I wanted to make sure to touch on the Overwatch stuff because, aside from Pokemon Go, yes. that was probably the biggest source of controversy over the last two weeks. It's pronounced Ooh.
1: controversy.
0: No, it's not. Anyway, I ate <laughs> <am> yogurt.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nintendo nope.
2: yogurt.
1: That's my news. Nite- huh. Splatfest? I thought Splatfest <laughs> were over. No, no they, nope. they they have Cali Marie flavored yogurt. Yep. Tastes like tuna. Sour sherbet.
0: You don't want to know. <laughs> Oh wait, um, fuck! I need to go back to Yogurtland. I missed the Goomba flavor. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> that
1: sounds filthy. <laughs> I got the Mario flavor,
0: dude. They're not. They're never going to get rid of the Mario flavor because it's just chocolate. I got the. It's f- just regular chocolate with a picture of Mario rebranded on it. So that's why that's the only one they're not circulating. The Goomba out. one was not that bad, dude. Not that chocolate
1: bad. yogurt. That sounds filthy. What
0: are you talking about? Like chocolate yogurt is like the basic one next to vanilla yogurt. You've never what? had chocolate yogurt before? What are you talking
1: I've about? I've never had chocolate yogurt. Chocolate yogurt? What the fuck?
0: What the fuck Why is this so ashamed? confusing to you? Yeah. No,
1: no. I, I, you live in chocolate. Alaska.
0: You live in Alaska. Can't you just dunk a chocolate bar in your fucking snow and say that like, it's <laughs> chocolate yogurt? Yeah. We,
1: um, the Alaskan natives have a, uh, a, a dish called, uh, I think it's called muk Is it muk tuck? Um...
2: By the way, guys, yeah. welcome to the Yogurt Cast, where we talk about yogurt Yeah, look hours.
1: up Muktuk, because that's a thing. Um, yeah,
2: that's Since a I thing. know we talked about Splatfest, I, can, we, can we talk about C, the creator of Seaman, and he's going to get back into gaming? I thought we were going to talk about Overwatch. Oh, there you go. Overwatch. Let's go back on that.
0: <laughs> Wait, Seaman's coming back?
2: Yeah. Well, the creator- Yeah, it's coming all over that back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's it! All right, I, I- did it! Podcast th- over. Let's end the high note.
0: <laughs> I thought the closest we were getting to Seaman coming back was in Hyperdimension Neptunia. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Oh. <laughs> hoo, hoo, hoo.
2: Hoo. Ooh. So, Overwatch. Shane, what's up with Overwatch? Why is everybody bitching? Why is everybody complaining? I don't know. I don't, I don't play Overwatch. Oh, uh, all right. Josh, why is everybody complaining? <laughs> why is everybody bitching
0: about Overwatch? So, it's been a big week of ups and downs for Blizzard and Overwatch this week. So, at the beginning, I think it was the end of last week or the beginning of this week, they had their second major ban wave, which was hilarious to see the meltdown. There was actually, it was the same article reposted by like every fucking website, but it was still hilarious how just all these like ridiculous comments, like, can we band together and sue Blizzard for this? Like, how did they know we were cheating? Did they re- send a, tr- did they release like a, tro- did they have a Trojan in the game to like spy on us? Or like, I'm like, uh, aim assist isn't cheating, Blizzard, what the hell? And then some people that were like, oh, someone said like, can we contact Anonymous and help them <laughs> and have them help us get back at them or some stupid crap? And well, either way, apparently someone tried to live up to the promise of getting back at blizzard because in the middle of the week, overwatch was hacked for about, I would say to about 12 hours or so from what I could tell. Um, but it ended up not being too big of a deal, but what was a big deal was how on Tuesday they, they kind of surprise released. Well, it it leaked a few days prior on the PlayStation store, but no one knew what it meant. And that leak ended up leading to the summer games promotion that they, launched on Tuesday where they released a new game mode um, called Lucio ball, which is essentially just a uh, rocket league, but you play as teams of three Lucios in simulated soccer, essentially. Um, but aside from that, there's special loot boxes. And if you're unfamiliar with overwatch, every time you level up or if you have a lot of money to burn, you can buy uh, loot boxes where it's essentially a gamble where you open the box and you get four items at random. Um, And it could be a mix of either cool stuff like skins or useless shit like voice lines and sprays. But the thing about the regular boxes is that if you get duplicates, you get a small amount of coins, which you could save up to actually buy, you know, whatever you want. So that way, even if you never get that one skin that you want, you'll eventually accumulate enough coins from duplicates or coin drops to where you could just buy what you want. Now, with the Summer Games promotion, the olympic costumes and the olympic gear they're only going to be available for three weeks and the olympic the only thing that's special about the olympic boxes is that they guarantee that you get at least one olympic item per box but it's filled with a lot of like useless crap that a lot of people don't want and it also mixes in the regular like um like what is it at least 500 not even way more than 500 regular items that are available in the game in one box well, like in total, so each box okay. has one. Each box has four items chosen at random. The Olympic items are only going to be able, available for three weeks, and they're you're only guaranteed one per box. So it's mixed in at random with the hundreds upon hundreds of regular items that are in the game. But on top of all of that, the Olympic items can't be purchased with uh, the coins that people have saved up. <sighs> yeah, that so. So, um, Blizzard's you know Blizzard's response to people being upset about that is that they want the skins to be special and rare. So they don't want everyone to be able to just get, you know, everything. But at the same time, the game has the option to buy boxes for, I think the cheapest bundle is like, you could pay $40 to get 50 boxes. Wow. So what people are essentially saying is that the excuse that they want them to be special or rare is bullshit. Since someone who's has enough disposable income or lack of common sense to spend $500 on, on, boxes that still don't even promise that you'll get what you want out of them is just as an excuse to get them to uh you know to get people to spend a bunch of money on the game for cosmetics that don't cost them hardly anything to produce so it's been like a back and forth where some people are saying you know all the core dlc is free stop complaining and then the other side of it is that they promised that the dlc was going to be be free ahead of ahead of launch, so it's not like they're doing it as a favor or anything. And I think the big the big problem that a lot of people have with it is that if they took away any one of those factors that I mentioned, then th- people would be fine with it. Like, if regular items weren't mixed... Because they still give you the option to actually switch to regular loot boxes before you open them. So if you, for whatever reason, if you don't want the Olympic items at all, you can just open a regular box. But people were saying that if the Olympic boxes only had... Olympic items, or if the Olympic boxes, or if you weren't able to get duplicates of Olympic gear since the coins that the duplicates give you can't be used on those, or if there was special currency that could only be used on the Olympic gear, or if you could use the coins that you've saved up from the other boxes on those like everything else, like if any one of those things were available, people would be somewhat okay with it. But all of those things combined has just kind of put the community at odds with Blizzard, yep. which is interesting because you know they've Blizzard's had a pretty good relationship with their fan base for the most part, and now it's kind of coming off as Blizzard nope. is half guess, accusing. Guess is
2: gonna guess is gonna log in. I'm only level five, baby. I'm gonna just play for like what three hours and get all, up, get all the yeah, boxes. Get all the boxes. Come it. up
0: and then sell my account. Boom! Make some money. <laughs> are, you about, are you talking about coming up on boxes? Well, the funny thing, too, is like, you know, we we're joking about Nobody it. Nobody got that? Like, I, really? Yeah, Nobody, I, I did, Shane. We're just going to keep going. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> we have a, we have, we're we're in a, we're in a, like a flow. We're in a rhythm. So yeah. we just steamrolled your joke. <laughs> but no, I was going to say, you know, we joke about, you're going to be able to level up really fast and get a bunch of stuff because you're low level. But that's actually another complaint that a lot of people have been bringing up that it feels like it's punishing the players that are playing that are actually playing it the most, because if someone just starts today, you level up really fast. But then once you get to level twenty, it becomes more of a grind. Not only that, but it the um, the deadline for the first season of competitive play also expires around the same time as the Olympic gear, and people are complaining that it feels like it's discouraging people from playing competitive because quick play. Gives you more experience compared to the amount of time it takes to play a quick play match, as opposed to competitive, which can take a long time per game. And you only get like the like competitive is like twice, three times as long as a quick play match sometimes. And you get the same amount of experience when you're done as you would playing one quick play match. So it's like they're also discouraging people from playing competitive. But I mean, on top of it,
1: it's uh, it's it, and I I don't, I don't mean to like minimize you know everyone's argument, but it sounds like a bunch of people being like whiny bitches
0: no well i think that i think that they shouldn't cuz they've pr- they've advertised in the past that the coins that you get can be used to unlock any future gear as well as any present gear and the first time that they released future gear they nullified the ability to use coins and that seems okay. to be the most that seems to be the most consistent argument that if you're going to make the skins so hard to get and only make them available for 3 weeks and before release, you promise that the currency could be used to buy anything to circumvent bad luck with the RNG. And then the very first time you release new content, you're disabling currency.
1: Okay. Like, okay.
0: So in that sense, a lot of people who are saving up their coins for something special feel like they saved up for nothing or that they... Or in worst case scenario, some people were saying that they literally did spend $300 on crates and ended up with a bunch of coins and none of the skins they wanted, and now they can't do anything with the coins either.
1: Okay, so uh, all right, I see. Where, I see where you're coming from. I see you're coming. Do you do you play competitive?
0: I played like two matches, but they take too long. And like oh. like I was saying, even before the Olympic loot boxes, I was like, if the reward, the reward for playing competitive isn't worth the time investment. Like I like playing Overwatch for maybe like twenty, thirty minutes at a time to unwind in between more stressful stuff, and then just move on. Ah. You know, I don't want to have to dedicate. 30, 40, 50 minutes being stuck with either a bad team or a team that's way better than me and makes me look like shit. Gotcha. <laughs> so.
1: Gotcha. Well, you never Counter-Strike then. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, that reminds me, there was a huge Counter-Strike update. If you guys want to, Carlos, if you want to hear me ramble about my own version of uh, uh, issues in a competitive game.
2: Yeah, I, I go to sleep for like 15 minutes. Just wake me up when you're done. Know. <laughs> I can, I can um,
1: use a <laughs> Is there? Uh, do you see any like um, amicable, quick solution, or do you think Blizzard's just going to say fuck it and just move on?
0: Well, I think that they can't do anything now because I'm sure there's people who've spent three hundred. Like I said, there's already people admitting. I think someone said they had to spend four hundred fifty dollars on crates before they finally got everything they wanted, not even everything in the set. So, God, um, damn,
1: donate to donate to Red Cross or something. Yeah, I know, right?
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, that's crazy. I would never spend money on that regardless but that's beside the point it seems like at this point it's too late to change anything mid-event because all the people who spend a bunch of money on it for the stuff would be pretty pissed if they change the terms of it after they've spent hundreds of dollars on the stuff but i feel like if the out if like the outcry to the from the community is strong enough and blizzard sees enough validity in it that future events will be uh will be altered not to mention that they said this this summer promotion is actually going to come back every year. So if you oh, miss really? anything this time around, you can still get it in a year from now, but who knows how they're going to handle it going forward. This is the first time they've released like limited uh, limited edition item drops. So and like speaking ah. of Counter-Strike Go, there was actually a lot of people in the discussion talking about how at least in some games like League or Hearthstone or Counter-Strike they give you ways to, you know, gift or Trade items to your friends and stuff that you don't want that they do, and vice versa. And how Overwatch is Overwatch doesn't have a trade system, but the way to um like their their form of consolation for getting something you don't want or getting a duplicate was the currency system, which was completely thrown out the window for this particular event. So I guess ah. it kind of all circles back around to that.
1: Huh. Well, uh, I know there's there's actually like a huge huge problem and. In- there was um, <clears throat> this kind of happened when we weren't recording, but the the giant um um shutdown of a bunch of Counter Strike uh, betting sites um, because you know there's and if you just look into Counter Strike betting, um, people can bet their skins that are worth real dollars, um, uh, and bet them on these websites that are rigged, um, and it was like this there's this big like big like reveal there, there's this a huge um, streamer was talking about, like, posting, like, oh, look at this, I, I'm on this, this website, Cisco Lotto, and look at all the stuff I won, ha ha ha. Well, then it turned out he actually owned the site, and he was breaking, like, he was breaking laws by not disclosing um, that he, um, you know, worked on the project. So, hmm. I, I, would, I wouldn't want to see Overwatch muddied by that.
0: That actually um, reminds me a little bit of the story about how someone caught an Articuno in Pokemon Go and said that the developers gave it to him because... He was having issues with the game, and it turned out he just hacked it. So they pulled it off of his game.
2: Wow! And they banned him too. They clearly banned him. Yeah, and
0: they banned him too. I think.
1: Good. Good. That's good. Good. Fucker. Um, (laughs) So, um, Counter Strike Go. Um, There was this big update, um, and there was a they changed a lot of the recoil patterns for some of the main rifles, and everybody was super stoked. But um, the there's a a thing in. And this completely, completely like destroys um, uh, a lot of like the the mid to upper league uh, upper tier uh, competitive play, where they um, your recoil will decay the more you shoot. So as soon as you shoot past three shots, your recoil decays, and then each weapon has a recoil pattern. And so pro players, you you, you practice and practice to learn the recoil pattern so you can compensate. So with the AK forty seven, it goes up to the right and then back and forth like a T. Like a, I like guess a, like in a seven pattern, so you compensate by going down into the left and then kind of just fight it. Um, they They changed some of the recoil patterns, but they adjusted the recoil decay cooldown, um, which means after it was after half a second, um, uh, your recoil would go back to 100. They altered it now um, so that you can shoot a full magazine, reload your weapon. And then your recoil um, hasn't reset. Um, which com- uh, it, the people in the CSGO community are going, going nuts. Because it makes logical sense that if you were to... You know, correct me if I'm wrong. But uh, to reload your weapon, you, re- you should theoretically expect it to reset all the states. you know, Your movement states, your recoil states, your decay states. But it, it hasn't. And people are fucking losing their shit over it right now. Hmm. So that's, that's the Counter-Strike... Go ramble of the week. Uh
2: Of the week. i got to talk about how excited I am that Berserk Warriors is coming out later on this year. And they announced two new characters you could play. And uh, do you guys watch Berserk? No? 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 I watched the movies.
0: Like okay. the movies they came out with like a year ago.
2: So you know about the Berserk Warriors game that they're making yeah. for the same people? Okay. So they announced uh, Nosferatu Zod, which is the first demon that they bump into throughout the whole series. And then Griffith is in the game. They just announced as well. And the game is supposed to go through all the arcs up until, I think, the Black
1: Knight arc. It
2: may go there well. There... Whoa,
1: well, I don't like the way you said black. Is
2: Hold there a minigame? <laughs> <laughs> Build a wall.
0: <laughs> is there what, a
2: minigame? What?
0: Is there a minigame where you play as Griffith where you get to have sex with some girl and then oh, imagine um, it's guts I instead? Would, it would be
2: like hot coffee mug when it got taken off of San Andreas. Just hit it, they it in just, the game somehow. They,
0: they should just cheaply like they should just cheaply superimpose Guts' face over any woman that he's <laughs> with.
2: There's a mini game we we can bite off a uh, Guts' arm if you want. Oh sweet! The, throughout the the crazy sex scene, that could happen too. So it's all good. Uh, yeah, so I'm super psyched for the game. It's I think it's I think it's their first mature game if I'm correct from Toei Tecmo, whatever. This guy Tecmo? Yeah, Toei Tekma? I think there's it's their first M game that actually has a lot of blood. Uh, knowing if you guys don't know Berserk, it's pretty fucking gory. Uh, yeah, back yeah.
0: in the 90s, it was pretty back much known 90s, as just being yeah. the bloody game. Oh, that Berserk! Yeah, that Berserk. Oh, yeah. All right. Weren't so, you super excited about it, Shane? No. I could swear you sent some email like, holy shit, they're coming out with a Berserk game. No. That's probably I me. Know.
2: It was probably, it was probably yeah, him. Because I know that Berserk is very... Uh, I mean, Berserk, super heavenly, like... Pretty much inspired the Dark Souls series, so that's why I'm in love with that Berserk and Dark Souls. Oh. So it's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Cool.
1: When are we gonna get a good Cowboy Bebop game? Never. Did you ever try the PS2 one? No, I heard it was lackluster.
2: Oof, it's rough, 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 rough. <laughs> Oof, I remember, rough. I remember seeing it too at, at E3. What? E3 ninety eight, I think. Was it ninety eight? No, it was two thousand and three. I saw it. It looked cool, and then I and then it never came out to the states. And, and it's funny because I vividly remember because I have the Blu ray edition of Cowboy Bebop, the entire series. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they have an interview with the entire English cast and they talk about the game that they did all the voiceover. They had all this stuff planned out. Uh, and they never came out. They had everything ready to go. It was already in like. like
1: it just, is, it is, it never released. It just in North never America? released. But
2: to, I think. Oh, I thought it did. No, it never it did. It did in Japan. It did in Japan, but it didn't here. But they had all the voices done. The, the American voices were all done. Everything. And uh, there's this rumor flying after after this Blu-ray came out that there's a PS2 uh, kind of, you can say, alpha build of it, I guess, with the English voices in it, circulating somewhere. But no one's found it yet. So
1: Well, there's always, like, there's a legendary somebody, something I hope, floating out there. I hope
2: someone has it because uh, I would play it with the English voices and not the Japanese voices. So Absolutely.
1: Absolutely.
2: Yeah. But, yeah, um, Super Psycho uh,
1: Berserk coming out and yeah, be great. I think that's that's it for news for us. Uh, Games we've been playing. Josh, Um, you wanted to talk about an anime.
0: Yeah, I'm going to talk about an anime for the games I've been playing. (laughs) Not too much, though. I just wanted to pay special attention to how great Danganronpa 3 has been so far. So obviously don't watch it if you haven't played the games unless you don't give a shit about ever playing them and just want to spoil the entirety of both uh, the first and second games and have no idea what's going on. But you still might like it, because it's a really interesting, somewhat intriguing... That means the same thing, what the fuck? Um, (laughs) It's just really well put together, and it's... The way that they're doing it, it's... Well, let me back up again a little bit. The third game is going to be a completely different story, so they're finishing the story of the first two games in an anime. That's why we're talking about an anime instead of a game. And the way they're they're running two different series um side by side with each other so there's Danganronpa Future which is which takes place after the second game and deals with the fallout of that and then the few days after they air uh, Danganronpa 3 Despair which is a prequel that shows how the characters from the second game got to the point that they were at the start of the second game and ah. but they're tying story like story elements from the future storyline end up being called back when you get to the prequel episodes. And then the prequel episodes will set up things that end up happening in the future episodes. So it's really, really cool the way that they're doing it, where it's like, you have to watch both shows. You don't have to watch both shows, but they kind of take two separate 13 episode animes and they, they have them kind of weave in and out of each other. So that even though they're technically separate series, watching them together, Creates this more like uh, this more cohesive total package. Gotcha. So that I mean that, I've been having a blast watching that. As far as actual video games, I've been playing a lot of Overwatch, which we were just talking about, and I've been playing Pokemon Go, which we won't talk about too much anymore. <laughs> that was like the fir- whole first half of the show. Um, I played a little more of Galgun, where
1: uh, I, I, I s- <laughs> that that came up on the Game Grumps today, and I was like, I "What is too. this?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I uh, let me see. Hold on. I texted Josh uh, at 5:58 p.m. And I was like, uh, "I need Galgun double piece in my life. Do we have any way we could get a code for it?" And then he calls me on Skype. He's like, "Yes, we can get a code for it." And I got the code, and I'm playing it. <laughs>
2: yeah. So uh, it's funny because uh, you know what we know. You know what we haven't talked about on the podcast? Anime Expo. Oh, X. Shit. We didn't talk about it. I know it's like what three weeks old, but yeah, man, Anime Expo was lit. And too hot and overpacked. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, we by, actually, we by talked lit, about, you mean fire um, hazard? Yeah, fire hazard. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And someone passing <laughs> out of fucking the parking lot heat. Jeez. But, uh, I know I you tried Galgun
0: at, at, uh,
2: at New Mexico, right, Shane? I mean, yeah. uh,
0: Josh. Yeah, right? Yeah, that's where I, I never heard of it until I saw it there. Yeah. And that's where I, I got the know. press information. Yeah. And also, just to let you
2: guys know, the collector's edition comes with a, a glass cleaner, a K a a pair of panties.
1: Yeah. So, I am on board. Yeah, so make sure you put it
0: up. Uh what? To wear? Can you wear them? Yes, you can. You can or wear them is around your like head? A bullshit or is this a bullshit like the Master Chief helmet?
1: No, this Hey I I I, I I was able to get that around my head. Like I took it apart and like well, yeah, but of took it
0: apart. I'm not going to put the effort into it. I just want to fucking put it on. So you just want to put on the pennies? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, think you can wear I it. want to put them on over my Master Chief helmet. Now I can't do either.
1: <laughs> it's a weird fucking image I got in my you head. Me
0: too. It's very weird. It's really stretched need, out too. You need them to wipe off your visor. Ah, oh,
2: that's God right. That's right. that's right. That's right. Wipe off the visor. Uh, how are you liking it so far?
0: It, I mean, it's good. I mean, it's what it is. Um, it's it's, <laughs> it's I mean, a game. I mean, it's like. It's it's hurt by the fact that it's essentially a light gun shooter but there's no light gun peripheral on the PS4 mm. to use so it doesn't matter oh, how That's yeah, something
1: we can use on the PS4
0: <laughs> but i mean it doesn't matter how great the like even i remember when time crisis came out on PS2 Ugh. or PS1 even and it was good if you found that really rare gun bundle but if you yep. just if you found the more common copy which it was just the disc no matter how great time crisis was, it was still significantly less fun when you had to fucking scroll your cursor with the analog stick instead of being able to point and shoot stuff so it's, it's I mean that gout- re- re- that reminds me a lot when I got
2: uh was it a House of the Dead Two for the Dreamcast I didn't have a gun, right. so I ended <laughs> so up really learning how to beat the game with the controller. It took me a month, but I did it. And I beat, Dude, I could beat House of the Dead two with a fucking Dreamcast controller.
0: I don't even think I can beat it <laughs> with the gun. Like it gets really hard towards the end. Yeah, no, it does. I, no, I beat two. I think it was part three that I had trouble with. But no, part two was hard. That last boss was a piece of shit. It transformed
2: to every single boss in the game, and then it just yeah. Yeah, and killed, and then like you, ha- you only had one chance
0: to kill it. Like one chance per each. Okay, maybe transformation. It, it must have been. Yeah, that I think it was too. that yeah, I couldn't that's finish. The one. But I but call yeah, it the I mean, Pepsi Man you, boss. <laughs> the, oh yeah, that's right.
1: Was there a Pepsi Man boss in the game? No,
0: no, no, but it looked like it. The last boss. It was just like this but, like weird silver metallic but, thing. But I mean, you know what I'm talking about though. It's like significantly mm-hmm. less enjoyable when you have to yeah. physically move the cursor with the controller Ugh. instead of being able oh, yeah, to just yeah. point and shoot. So, I mean, of course, no one's buying Galgun with the, you know, with the intent of having some super deep Super storyline, hard. Yeah,
1: Yeah. it was an accurate, accurate statement.
0: So, but I mean, it does actually get surprisingly challenging towards the end, though. Like it's, and I mentioned this in my write up from um, AX also, but it's actually developed by Intel Creates, who does Mega Man Zero and Azure Striker Gunvolt, and Hmm. um, helped with Mighty Number Nine and with all these games that have a reputation of being somewhat difficult. So that definitely carries over here because it gets really. Um, really difficult to manage how like which girls you want to shoot with your pheromones first. Yet, <laughs> that's it. And you just—that's it. Okay, that yeah. is a can't. <laughs> I got yeah, a and, now. And then, and then, lastly, I need to fill the void in my heart now that I bought the last <laughs> Disney Infinity figure that's ever going to be released. So we're all we're all about really really misplaced. anyone does in this episode? Yep, yep. And we're not even trying this week. We're in <laughs> yeah, top we're four. not
1: yeah. yeah. I'm always trying. But um but so alone I
0: needed to fill the hole in my heart that Disney Infinity left, so I did what I said on previous <laughs> shows that I would never do or <laughs> wouldn't do for a while. And I took advantage of last week's forty dollar <laughs> off sale and took the plunge and bought Lego Dimensions and a shitload of Lego figures. damn <laughs>
1: plunge into that hole. <laughs> yep.
0: What was the last Disney Infinity figure, anyways? Well, the very last one was Dory and Nemo, but uh, yeah. I I bought the Alice in Wonderland set on cli- Whoa, on I didn't super even see clearance, what that like. like the, the shitty nice. John, the shitty Tim Burton one. So oh. I got I got the three of them on clearance, and they arrived in the mail like a few like a week ago. So I haven't so even have opened we, the Mad Hatter yet because I don't want to open the last one. Have,
1: have you, on, have you, co- how much on time have you played
0: Lego Dimensions? Like in co- with. In co-op with Megan, I played it for just like an hour or so. But by myself, mm-hmm. I played another couple hours exploring the hub worlds, and I played okay. the Simpsons level too. Cool. So it's actually, I mean, what is
1: what is this movie? What is this movie? What movie? The Allison, Alice in Wonderland thing. There's there's a guy with like a, an eraser for a head. He looks like a discount Slim Jim man. What is this movie?
0: That's why no one <laughs> saw it.
1: Everyone yeah. asked <laughs> the
0: same questions. Went to see uh, Finding Dory instead or whatever. Uh or Zootopia why, that's why, what everyone
2: who saw keeps making, Dude, who I, keeps letting tim burton make movies he hasn't made a good movie tim, since fucking forever
1: tim burton tim burton just wants to make movies so he can see his wife make out with johnny depp mm,
2: makes sense <laughs> <laughs> get off um,
1: i watched zootopia i watched zootopia last night he likes the,
2: the he time. likes the cockold kind of thing you know
1: yeah yeah build that wall no. um what
2: <laughs> don't build the wall in the um, cockold never
1: yeah um, i watched disney Disney Infinity. I watched Zootopia last night. Um, really good movie. Yeah. Really, um, it kind of blew me away. I watched uh, I watched a, uh, a version with like weird Japanese uh, Chinese subtitles. Please
2: don't tell me you um, saw furry porn after that.
0: I thought he did uh, that actually, the first week that we talked oh, okay. about it.
1: Yeah, Whew. absolutely.
0: I think I, Absol- I think I said something like, "Oh, I bought the Zootopia Disney Infinity figures." Five seconds later, there's the chat box. Yeah. Oh, thank yeah. God I wasn't there for that one.
1: Uh, oh, you're about to be there for that one. Hold on. Gross.
0: But while he looks that up, what have you been playing, Carlos? (laughs)
2: Uh, I've been playing religiously Monster Hunter Generation. I am fucking digging that game so much. Uh, I think I've put about so far like 18 hours into it a little bit. Uh, I'm trying to collect. Yeah, I've been trying to collect every armor set. Uh, I love collecting armor sets. Uh, I always play as a girl and, uh, I like the, this time around though, they've changed a lot of how the armor sets represent both male and female. So females get more, uh, I think someone in Capcom was like, you need to make the females a lot more sexier with their armor sets. (laughs) Yeah. I I got a really cool armor set and this shows a lot. (laughs) I'm like, Whoa, uh, cool. (laughs) I guess, but, um, (laughs) cool. Uh, the good thing about it is that now you have a special meter for each of your hunters. So now you can, depending on your play style, you can have, uh, like, you have specials that can get you out of you know the monster's way if you don't have any more stamina and you know, some of some other ones are also like one hit, one hit knockouts for the monsters if you're playing with like friends and stuff uh i didn't notice any bad internet communication at all it was great every game i was playing never disruptive never lagged uh, i don't know what how they're networking the game but it's fucking great like i, I never have a bad <coughs> session ever uh right on. So it's super rad I mean this game is meant to be played with friends like friends and you can play with like randoms too you can have your lobby open if you want and you can set up missions that you want to do and chat with them and just let them know like hey I'm just collecting and people just join in because they want to collect too Uh it's pretty fun mm. it's really cool there's a lot of new monsters Uh some of them are really really cool some of them are really fucking annoying Uh there's about a couple new weapon sets too it's great uh, right now I'm playing as uh i think it's the big sword so i'm playing giant sword type kind of so it's like more like guts so i'm playing like guts kind of swords like humongous swords uh so it's pretty cool i i dig it uh if you skipped out on four and kind of didn't see nothing good about it i say pick this one up the fact that it has specials now it's really fun uh, everybody. No,
1: no, these specials, do you have to activate them like with a button so no, combo, no, or no, No, they... no,
2: no. So, uh, it's, it, you just touch the <clears throat> touch screen, however you want. Um, oh, okay. So it's cool. So you build your, your special meter by attacking like the monster you're fighting. And if it hit, ah. and if they hit you, you don't lose it. You still have it. But, um, if you, once you fill the meter, you, you actually automatically fill, depending on how many special moves you added to your character. So I have two moves. My, my character has a, uh, instant uh like kind of like stamina boost so I can dodge yeah. a monster if I need to the other one is an emergency dodge with an attack so that one I can dodge but at the same time I can knock the monster out while I run out of the area to kind of like get some more stamina and some more health whatever Um uh, so okay. once you fill out your special meter you can use those two moves back to back so it, it fills up for all of the moves you got set up for it so it's super fu- super super fun I sh-
1: I should probably pick it you up. Should, I have, Shane, um, like you,
2: sh- you should play with this.
1: You, I I, ha- I played the hell out of three and four. Oh, you're going
2: to love generation. It's um, so fun. I, I, I uh, find it really fun. Um, the way that the missions are set up now, uh, they're a lot more easier and a lot more direct. If you played four, you actually transfer all your monster hunter points from your previous, uh, from, from four onto generation, which is awesome because then you don't have to spend money on food and you could just save on food and, um, they, have, they give you a bunch of stuff once you transfer it over. So it's pretty cool. And they have right now, hmm. you can customize your um, your Palico to have, uh, you can you can try to get the Fox McCloud armor sets. You can get the, I think what the other one is, um, what's this, Samus? I forgot. No, it's, um I forget, Strider. Yeah, that's the other one. That's the other armor set you can get for your Palico. So those are the only two right now. And everything's free. All the DLC is free. Like always. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Highly recommend okay, it. Right on. I'll, have to, I'll check it out. Um I have been playing the only thing I've been playing of note this week was uh Neverwinter uh showed up on the PS4 PSN um network. It is a free to play MMO from Arc Games. It is set in the Neverwinter D&D uh 4E I didn't like it. universe. Um it's it's good. Uh it's free. Um it, it's filming a D a D&D fix that I was because uh, like all my D and D groups kind of like disintegrated, um, so it, it filled it filled a void for me. It, uh, <laughs> <dead>. So uh, <laughs> so yeah, it was um uh, it's fun. Uh, I'm getting uh, I need to get a new gigabit router because um, I got a Surface Pro three and put Windows ten on it and was able to get the um, PS4 remote play to work on it. And um, there is there is some delay. There's there's enough delay that I need to upgrade my router. Um, but it's very, very cool. It's very cool. Um, But that's pretty much it. I've been playing. Um, What do you guys say? We just wrap it up? Yeah. Yeah. That was a little 85, guys. Thank you for um, enjoying that little hiatus. Uh, Comic-Con and then the week after was a lot of time to hang out. Uh, Be sure to check out Geekscape.net. We're going to have a lot of content coming up uh, Saturday. Uh, I'm going to be finishing up all my interviews. I've got... Um, uh, one, two, three, four, five interviews that, that should be going up um, on Saturday. So I'm spending all day working on that. So and we also um, as have always, our big, Geeks- if you're
0: in New York, we also have our big Pokemon Go meetup.
1: Yes, big Pokemon Go meetup yeah, of go. Uh, the 5th f- the at Turnstile um, uh, Mall in New York City. It should be pretty dope. Uh, as always, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Geekscape Games. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter At channel hair, SSJaken on gaming platforms
0: And I'm at Inu Joshua Just about everywhere I'm um, Carlos And bananas, like, pretty much everywhere
1: All right on. And uh, we'll see you guys back here Next week Bye, bye everybody Bye, bye. Yeah.